Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. This is a story you might not have heard before. But some of the details might seem familiar. A charismatic, power-hungry leader. What I felt coming from that man could not have come from a normal person. Never, ever, ever. I mean, it was obvious to me that he was somebody that was a higher being. He's destroyed all kinds of people's lives. It's terrible. A group shouted in mystery. We used to call them the veggies or the, the vegetarians. The vegetarian mafia with some rather unorthodox practices. With crystals and purple cloth and a, you know, a chiropractic table that, you use, that they used for laying you on to do this aura balance. Crazy man, she says, I can't believe it. You know, like rubbing down your entire bathroom with a toothbrush and all the time chanting something, some words or something. And the seemingly normal Toronto suburb that they call home. It wasn't somewhere I would walk at night. So I always felt a little bit like the junction I associated with being on sort of the wrong side of the tracks. So what's going on in the junction? Discover for yourself this fall. Chasing Enlightenment, a new podcast from host Daniel Monroe. You can find more information and updates at chasingenlightenment.net. Hey, y'all, this is April. Hey, guys, it's Caroline. It's Thursday. This is your bloody happy hour. It so truly glad you're is. Here. It truly is. Speaking of truly, we found our. I think we found our new drink for the next, like at least few, few episodes. <laughs> we we get real loyal with one drink yeah. for a long time, and then we switch it up. Yeah. So we're not that loyal, but we're semi semi loyal. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're we're good for at least four to five episodes. I'm gonna be professional speaker today. Here she goes, y'all. <laughs> Tell her quick line to y'all. I feel like I, I'm just kind of discovering who I am. <laughs> okay. I don't really know, so I'm learning. Pop a top. You're welcome. So the last Carl, Carl Coral Watts episode, Coral. there was like 15 pop your tops. <laughs> like if I wasn't popping one, you were popping one. I yeah. love that sound. Yeah, it's a great sound. Okay, I wish I could do it again. Well, you I will just, in a minute. Yeah, I'm sure you will in just a few minutes, yeah, because you're going to drink your drink and... Yeah. And like I'll randomly be at work and, you know, I guess people drink. I don't drink soda. I don't either. And but people need like a soda or like something. a carbonation. Yeah. And so I drink I'll those bubbly sound. You think they're drinking a beer? And no, it's like. And then you want a beer. Yeah. 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 I do that. It's, I, it's a trigger. Oh, it's a trigger. Well, you should probably just start drink bringing beer to work then, I guess. No. OK. Can't. 
Okay, you've convinced me otherwise. <laughs> I You can, I can't. Well, you know, whatever. So um, I am obsessed, y'all. With did a Dexter new start? podcast. Dexter I haven't start. watched Dexter okay, okay. because I didn't know if it started yet. It did. It started last week. Gend, oh. and we're in Oklahoma, so I, I didn't watch any TV. I did see a preview for it. Yeah. And it did look really good. Did you see them tag me on Twitter like I'm official? Excuse me? Yeah. Oh. I did not. Oh. They tagged me. I'm going to have to screenshot it and show you. Are you actually being serious right now? <laughs> Who tagged you? The Dexter Showtime people. What? Are you famous? I think I am. <gasps> April, I'm so proud of you for your fame. Yes. You... I, I will have to show you after, okay. this, after okay. we record right. this episode. Okay, so tell me about so, your podcast. But I didn't watch Dexter Okay. because I have two that I need to get out of the way. Wentworth, you never watched Wentworth, mm. did you? It's like the it's Australian the version. Yeah, it's like Orange is the Orange New, is New Black. Black yeah. yeah, I don't know. One, my friend Amanda told me about it, and I was like, okay, I'll try. And then you have to get over like the accent, but it is great, and it's it's great. So that just came out. And then you, did you watch you? I watch. Yes, I am currently watching. Okay, it. so a new season of that came out. So I'm gonna get those two out of the way, mm-hmm. and then get and you then some Dexter. Get me get some your Dexter. Fill in. You gotta yeah. really put all your put everything into Dexter. You can't just have a side piece. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't be distracted by the no, other ones. No. You are so right. Yeah, but it's my new advice. podcast. You talked about it before. I know. And we've been talking about it, and I've texted my other friend, and I was like, "I am just now starting this." I tried to tell you two, probably two years ago, and this is when I I DM'd her, uh-huh. and she responded. Yes, Tiffany Reese. Reese. It's probably an episode one. We talked about it. On yeah, the podcast. we did the very first one. Something was wrong. It is so good. But mm-hmm. I started at, uh, first I just, I think now she might just do random episodes. I think she did, she first did like stories Seasons. and then she got signed on with like Audio Chuck, which is like crime junkie uh-huh. people, like Ashley Flowers and all that. And so now, it, as far as right now, it's just single, okay. like single episodes based on certain categories, I guess. So it's like, oh. I th- from what I okay. looked up. Okay. Well, I just listened to a random one and I was like, hey, this is pretty good. Let me listen to season one because that's what everybody told me about dick which is basically our caroline's dirty chad Mm. and it starts from the beginning and goes to the end of the relationship and so caroline we're gonna get your thoughts together i'm telling you we're gonna get out your journals and (laughs) we are going to it's gonna be an episode or 14 (laughs) (laughs) because you got a lot but it is ju- it's mouth watering because when I listen to it a while, it, I mean it just it almost brings back stuff. I'm like I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. And yeah. there's so many things. And we don't need Tiffany Reese because you got April pulling. That's right. <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so that will be. Yeah, that will be oh exciting. Y'all stay tuned for that. I mean, but I don't know when because it takes us a while to gather our thoughts. Yeah, but it'll happen. So. So, um, is this number three, Serial Killers? I think. What was our... Yeah. It is. Who do we have already? We had Charlie Brandt. And then Coral. And we had Coral Watts. Who you got? Y'all, this... I was literally getting in my car and I was like, ooh, I'm really excited. I'm going to hear I don't know story. if you know who this is. Okay. That's even better. This is Joe Matheny. What? No. Do you know him? No. I don't think so. Can you just really quickly 
describe to everybody what Joe Matheny looks like. Oh, hell. <laughs> Let me show you a second he one. He looks. Let me show you a second one. He is humongous. <laughs> Name just, is definitely Fat Joe. <laughs> that's what I call him in the story. And just so you know, he um, is 450 pounds. Oh, my God. He looks like he eats people. Do you see his teeth in that one picture? I'm going to need you to zoom in. Yes. They look, he filed them down? I don't know. I don't know. But let me tell you, when police arrested Joe Matheny in December of 1996, they expected him to put up a fight because, I mean, he a big boy. Yeah. He is a big boy. <laughs> Can you enunciate? Please? With tendencies to fly off the handle. But... He was just sitting calmly there for police to come and take him away. And he gave his confession right off the bat. Okay. And he just said, I am a very sick person. Okay. This is what he told police. And here we go. They, I mean, he basically described, he, he said he was addicted to drugs and all he wanted to do was get revenge against his runaway. I Runaway wife, girlfriend, partner. It's a lot of these details aren't very clear, but I'm going to try to clear it all up for you. So, oh, uh, Joe Matheny, born in 1955. He was one of six kids, and his father was an alcoholic. Okay. So, <clears throat> his father was actually killed in a car accident when Joe was six years old. Uh oh. So, his mom is left to take care of six kids. Can you imagine six kids on your own? Not exactly. Mm -hmm. That's too much. I'd pick so, two. The <laughs> other four would have to go somewhere else. To, You got to fend for yourself at some point. <laughs> so she started working two jobs and she would like pay people to take care of the kids for longer periods of time, which Joe later was like, my mother, like he's like, oh, she neglected us. And, like, she neglected me and my five siblings, and he would say that they were sent off to, like, foster-like family. They had, like, foster-like arrangements for their family, like, for living. Okay. And then the mom later, like, gave interviews, and she was like, um, no, that, I mean, we were a little bit poor, but she's like, I worked as a waitress, a barmaid, and a food truck driver, and she's like, I provided my children with a normal family life. They never went hungry. Or they were never put into homes. And she was like, Joe was like a, an above average student. He was nice. He was not mean as a child. He had a good childhood. And if he was neglected, it was his own fault. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a good family situation going Love on here. It. She's like, it was a pretty good home. Hey, but she was a hustler. She I mean, worked she had jobs six kids for those and she kids. had all these jobs. Yeah. So... Metheny, I always want to call him Metheny. Anyways, he joined the army when he was 18. He turned 18. Wait, the last name. That's the last that's name. That's his last name. I'm going to call him Fat Joe in a little bit. Okay. Don't worry. So, Can you tell me where he's born? Uh, they're in Maryland. They're in, it's, I don't know. They're um, in Maryland. Okay. Like Maryland. Baltimore. Okay. Um. So he claimed to, that he like served in Vietnam. But his mother was like, mm, have any recollection of you serving in vietnam um i'm pretty sure that you served in germany listen i don't know where he is whatever but yeah. 
Either way, while he was serving, he became addicted to heroin and cocaine. So he was in the military. He was. He was there. He just, I feel like he just maybe wanted to add a little bit of embellishment to all of his things. Okay. That's, yeah. So once he... Like, once he was over there, he would communicate a little bit, have a little contact with his family, but then it slowly stopped. So he would, like, write letters every now and then, and then eventually he just stopped writing letters, and then he stopped communication with his whole family. And he became really consumed with drugs. So at this point, he gets out of the army. He's back home now. And he has no place to live, so he spent most of his time in, like, bars and on the streets of South Baltimore. Okay. In a community of homeless people. And this area was referred to as Tent City. Okay, I've heard of those. Okay. we got a couple here. Yeah, so everyone at Tent City, they're, like, doing a bunch of drugs and, you know, going and drinking and stuff. So Joe actually had a job as a forklift forklift driver for a pallet company. You know what that is? Yeah, my husband's a truck driver. Yeah, well, he might know Fat Joe. So even (laughs) though he spent a lot of his money on, like, crack cocaine and heroin, he was apparently intelligent, well-spoken, and very well-mannered. They usually are. Okay. So he ends up meeting this lady, and there's a lot of names we do not have. Okay. So because I'm going to refer to this person a lot, I'm going to call her Samantha. Okay. So this is just Joe's baby mama. Okay. So he meets up with, he meets Samantha and they have a kid. All right. And she's actually also a drug addict. So, you know, it's probably going to turn out really Birds well. Birds of a feather. Yeah. Flock together. Yes. So they live together in this trailer. Now, Joe has this trailer parked in, uh, within the pallet company place. So the pallet company is like, there's this like barbed wire fence or like chain link fence, barbed wire around it, pallets. So that's where his boss lets him put the trailer there. And that's where he lives in the trailer with okay. in like this locked pallet company area. So one night Joe comes home from work and he goes into the trailer and he walks in and turns on the lights. He's like, I'm home. And, you know, and nobody's home. Nothing's there. Everything's gone. He walks in. Furniture's gone. Samantha's Uh-oh. gone. Samantha. Kids gone. Everything is gone. Did Samantha leave with Cora Watts, Daddy? Did mm, they hook up? And you like know, both it's leave not. Uh, it's not. It, that's alleged. Probably <laughs> that's alleged. I think I did read that. Yeah. So he immediately, like, he's like, "Okay, well, she just left me," and he wasn't mad about her leaving because he said she's a crack addict and a worthless piece of shit, and he would have paid her to be out of his life. He don't care about her. But he wants his kid. Okay. So he's getting real mad about this. Like his kid's gone and he has no idea where they went. So he like just goes on with his day. He really just doesn't really know what to do. So it like six months pass. Okay. And he gets a tip after six months. And April, where do you think he gets this tip from? He gets a tip to where they are, okay. to where Samantha is. Um, he's at a local Starbucks. Who do you? <laughs> <laughs> You're so close. He got the tip from his drug dealer. Oh, okay. So his drug dealer's like, 
tells him Samantha moved across town with another guy that she's working as a prostitute to get more drugs and that their son had been taken away from her for child neglect and child abuse. He's pimping her. Yes. <laughs> I'm so good. So now Fat Joe is real pissed because he's like, I had no chance to get my kid back because I couldn't go to social services because of my past criminal history. So now I'm going to have to take it upon myself to go and try to find these two people who took my son. And he was really just wanting to get hold of those two people because the Samantha ran off with another guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, but was the guy the drug dealer or not really? Oh, I don't know. He was oh. the, he was, I don't know who Random. he was. Okay. Yeah. So he then finds out that Samantha is currently living under a bridge with a group of homeless people okay. and getting high and working as a prostitute. So what does Joe do next? He goes to the drug bridge, obviously. He's trying to track down Samantha, and he wants to find out where his kid is. So he goes to the drug bridge, and there's, like, these two homeless guys that are down there. And he starts talking to them, and he's like, Y'all know where do y'all know who Samantha is? And they're like, no. And he's like, Well, do you know like wh like where she would be or who she's with? And I know you've seen her and I know y'all are doing drugs together and I know you know. And they're like, No, we don't know. He does not like that answer. Uh oh. So he grabs his axe that he just happens to have <laughs> in his back pocket. In his back pocket. I mean, who doesn't carry one? I mean, I'm I've started to lately. So he decides that he just wants to murder these guys because he does not like their answer. And he starts to chop them up. Oh, just right there under the bridge. Yep, under the bridge. Just starts chopping them up. And, you know, he just was hopped up on heroin. So he's just raging. He's raging. He wants answers. And he just ends up murdering them. So now we have these two homeless people. And he's apparently never killed anyone. So this is his first murder, which it seems pretty intense for your first murder. Yeah, You're just going like to start chopping people? 100% escalated. Yeah. He, or didn't even escalate. He, he started just, at the he top. Just went, he just went for it. He wasn't starting at the bottom. No, he is not. So the same night that he kills these two homeless people, he sees this like sex worker walking up. I guess he's still under the bridge. And he like lures her under the bridge. And he's just like offering her some drugs. So she's like coming over. Well, he's basically wanting to get information out of her to see if she knows where Samantha is. Well, she doesn't know anything. And once again, he does not like her answer. Ugh. So he decides that he's just going to beat her and rape her and then kill her. Oh, Not okay. as well. So he does that. And then he hears somebody coming and he's like, oh, hell. So he throws some this, not Samantha. He throws this first one into the bushes because he has somebody else coming. Well, it's another sex worker. So guess what? He does the same thing to her. He. This is all in one day. Just wait. He's free killer. <laughs> so he. <laughs> so he is like, um, okay. Now he has this other one that he is like. Well, I'm gonna throw her in the bushes too because he notices like they're by this river and he notices there's this fisherman fishing by the river. So he's like. Oh, hell, this fisherman's probably seen what I've At done. All. So now I got to go kill the fisherman. Oh, God. So he grabs. Now he's grabbing a pipe that's laying next to him. He just has all these handy tools. <laughs> so he <laughs> grabs. David Parker Ray. So he grabs the steel pipe that's laying by him. And he, you know, he's, he may not be a track star like 
Coral Watts <laughs> running over here. Uh-huh. He ain't running. He's not a track star, but he's still running with his 450 pound self. Mm. He's juicy. He's probably juicy. You know he's sweating. He's you know going. He, is. he starts beating this fisherman with the pipe, beats him to death, beats him to death. Wow. Okay, so later in his confession letter, he's like, it was a busy night for me. Five murders within about seven hours? I mean, you think? He's pretty aggressive. Yeah. So he ends up leaving the homeless people out like on some mattress, but he chops off one of the guy's heads and buries it. No reason. No reason. For the rest of the people, he threw the three of them... Yeah, because he did five people. So he threw the three of them in the river, tied rocks or like cement bricks to them to like. Oh, he just had those on hand too? (laughs) (laughs) Did he he drive his forklift up there? I think he did. (laughs) This is the best story because it's so crazy. (laughs) So then he's like, oh, I cleaned up the crime scene and I just left. Okay. Okay. So it was about two and a half weeks later and he's arrested. And he's charged with the murders of the two homeless men. And he spends 18 months in jail. Why just 18? The end. (laughs) Podcast over. Listen, podcast over. Tune in next week. (laughs) See y'all. Bye. (laughs) So just kidding. He finally went on trial, which I I don't, I don't, I don't know why 18 months. I don't, this is what, this is what we have. Okay. So he, he's, they finally go to trial. It's, the trial lasted a week, but guess what? The case was thrown out due to lack of evidence. <laughs> Once again, another case with lack on, of Baltimore. physical evidence. So the time served awaiting the trial, I mean, taught it taught Joe um, absolutely nothing because... Yeah. It April. gave him more power, really. He's like, oh. You would think, like, at power. least he got sober, right? For 18 months, no. I guess. No, no, he didn't. No. You would think um, at least he Did felt, he like, a weight? little remorse, right? No. 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 Maybe he was, like, clear-minded. He realized what he did. He would never do it again. No. Oh, oh no. no. This fueled no. him. Yeah. He felt even more powerful. Exactly. That's exactly what he said. He actually kind of, kind of enjoyed it. So, Fat Joe was free again. Free Fat Joe. Hashtag Free Fat Joe. Free Fat Joe. That If there was Twitter, it probably would have been out there. Okay. So, he was back living his best life in his trailer. And his boss gave him his job back. <laughs> because, obviously, he it's the a pallets real, moved. He, he really, needed those pallets moved. I bet Joe can move some pallets. He probably doesn't even need that forklift. <laughs> Let's be honest. So, guess what? He decides he needs to lure some sex workers over to his trailer. And that's what he does. And he offers some drugs. And then when they get to his trailer, he would immediately strangle them to death. I mean, he doesn't need any like he weapons. He doesn't even, like, butter them up or no. anything. He he, even- I mean, he probably rips their clothes off. Oh. <laughs> but, like, he doesn't need weapons because, I mean, could you imagine? Yeah. yeah. 450 pounds. Yeah, what do you do? You do nothing. You just lay there. I don't know. I guess you try to like, I don't I don't even want to have to think about it really. So, I mean, he's also 6'1", so he's like, wouldn't you think, I would think that if you're doing cocaine, weren't you supposed to like lose weight? Get I skinny? I mean, not if you're, I don't know. Well, apparently not. 
it, it had the opposite effect on this guy. Obviously. Maybe it made him but hungry. maybe it's because of what's about to happen. Okay. Okay. So what would happen is, obviously the cocaine did not make him skinny. But instead of the victims now, instead of him like drowning them like he did with those other first victims, he decided he would dismember them. So he had a couple of, he had lured a couple of people. He had two sex workers that he had lured over to his trailer. He strangled them to death. And they were just there. They were just there. He had, so he did this to two different sex workers. I have, it's Kathy Ann Magaziner is one of them. And Kimberly Lynn Spicer. These are literally the only names that okay. you can find. Because they're like transient people, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what he would do was he would butcher their bodies and cut the cut the meatiest parts up and then put them in Tupperware bowls into the freezer. <laughs> okay. Now, the parts that he didn't want to keep, he would bury those remains in like sh- several shallow graves around his little trailer. Okay. On the job. Yep. I'm going to need to know what freight company he worked for. <laughs> Pallet company. Well, I didn't say, okay. <laughs> but I'm sure it's out of business now. So with uh, Magaziner, he, which is the lady's name, he strangled her, buried her in a shallow grave, and then he apparently dug her skeleton up six months later and put her head in a box and threw it in the trash. So there's that. Oh, God. Um, and we're not really sure how many victims he had because this went on for a while, but Joe said that he had killed up to 10 people. Okay? So this is wow. where we are. At this point, everything kind of, this story takes a little bit of a left turn. Okay. I mean, I'm sure it's already had a couple left turns, but no, we're going hard left. Hard left. Okay. Let me ask you, April, have you ever eaten like at a a food truck? Yeah. 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 I mean, I assume most of us have, right? It's kind of popular now. Well, Fat Joe was really ahead of the times. He had a food truck. Because he... Not only was he driving as a forklift driver, April, he was like, you know, I want to make some extra money. And I think I'm going to open up a food stand don't, for the weekends. Don't. So he opens up an open pit roast beef and pork sandwich stand, which I mean, I love Uncle Dan's. I love okay. me some Uncle Dan's. I love me some pulled pork. So I'll probably eat there. Yeah. Well, you know good and damn hell well what's about to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this stand was on the main road of a lot of truck drivers coming and going. So Sweet Pea probably knows. Um, he, probably he, probably, he probably ate at this truck he stop. He probably ate at this truck stop. Probably ate it a couple days ago. So these truck drivers are coming through, and they did. They had some real pulled pork. They had some roast beef, and, like, people lo- seemed to like it. Like, no one ever complained. You know, but like Joe's like added, he just added this little special touch, <laughs> he had a little secret ingredient to his little sandwich. Couple of gluteus maximus. <laughs> Fat Joe would go over to the freezer. He would get the Tupperware of meat from his victims and mix it together with the roast beef and pork. To be clear, he would mix the victims' meat mm-hmm. with the roast beef and pork. That's how he hid it. Yes. April. Joe was being so thoughtful, though. 
<laughs> How is that? He made sure he tried the mixture himself <laughs> before selling it because he wanted to make sure it tasted okay. And he was yeah. like, this tastes just like pork. You cannot tell the difference. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he had this stand going for weeks, weeks, and weeks, and weeks. And did he get rid of all of it? Let me just tell you. People were loving it, but they were all unknowingly consuming bits of human flesh. We've probably done that. I know. It's probably they true. They about all the food trucks at Which, the tailgates. I know. So then it's like just what you said. This is essentially the hiding spots for all of his victims. <sighs> Can you even imagine? I can't. I can't. But guess what? All good things come to an end. He ran out of his special meat. But, you know, that means he just has to go kill more people. Okay. I mean, he's got a business to run. This is his MO. This is part of his business plan. This is his business plan, April. What's wrong with that? Don't be hating on Fat Joe. Um, so you know, he lures another one. This one is Rita Kemper. He starts beating her, knocks her to the ground, and he thinks she's knocked out. Well, he, like, turns around for a split second, and she, like, runs out the door. She's not knocked out. She, and you know Fat Joe cannot catch up to her. Yeah. But then he's like, oh, no, she can't get far because she would have to jump over this barbed wire fence. So this fence is like, uh, it's like an eight feet chain linked fence with the bar bar across the top yes and he's like she can't go so he probably like starts slowly stomp walking after her, like michael myers style yes and so then there was actually there was a stack of pallets and she was able to climb on the stack of pallets and cl- and jump over the fence okay so Ooh, she athlete. is obviously athletic rita get it rita get it so she runs down to the main road and she like tr- flags down this truck driver which I was like, oh my gosh, girl, another truck driver? Come on. But he saved her. Okay. He took her to the gas station and they called the police. So he's he's just going on the on the street and hiring these prostitutes. Yeah. It's not like I okay. guess I don't I mean, okay. yeah. Yes. Cuz he just targeted like sex workers and homeless people yeah because you know people, people aren't going to look, look for, for them if yeah. they don't know who, you know, and that's just how it is and it's like I was listening to the, uh, there was a, some new show on Netflix and it was about the Green River Killer. Yeah. And I did not realize that he killed 49 so people. So many. But it was a bunch of sex. And he, he said, I thought I was helping y'all out because I was getting them off the streets and y'all couldn't control them. So I was trying to control them. These people oh and their, their lack of emotion. It's crazy. It's crazy. And did you see who helped ca- them catch him? Who? Ted. Ted worked with the police. Bundy worked with the police department to help catch the Green River Killer. What? No. How? Yeah. Because they were like, oh, he probably, y'all probably think alike. And so Ted was like, well, you know, if I was this killer, I would be, this is why I would be doing did he this. Get, did they get put deaths? Did they get put to death? Ted know. did. I, I'm sure Green River did, but I never really looked into him. He's kind of scary to even look at. He's not even that scary looking. He he is. He is. He's like soulless. Oh, like Richard Ramirez. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I can't. So they end up, uh, homegirl gets to the gas station, calls the cops. The cop car pulls up immediately. Well, this is what happens. She jumps the fence. Yeah, they call the cops. At this point, Joe knew he was busted. He's like, I'm not even going to try to run. So he, <laughs> plus, he probably can't run because he's going to be out of breath. So he, like, he said he, like, gathered up her clothes. He grabbed the keys to the gate. He opened the gate, and he just sat there and waited for the cops to come. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they, press the buzzer. No, they came in. and they arrested him. Book him into jail. They start questioning him, and they give, and he gives this lengthy confession, telling the police he's responsible for the two homeless men under the bridge, that he killed three more people in the same area. He took police to the area to look for the remains, which they found none at that river area where he drowned those people, which this is why we don't have an exact number of how many people he killed, because it's like, is he bullshitting? Uh-huh. Is he, did he even kill these people? Did he kill them and not tell them the police where he, where they are or did he kill more pe- like you don't really know cuz yeah. he tells this like detailed he's too story eager too yeah he's just too thirsty and so fat joe eventually was he was found guilty and sentenced to death but in 2000 so this is in 1996 okay. then in 2000 it was overturned uh, <laughs> did he get tried in texas <laughs> Is this people who also tried Kenneth McDuff? No, this is a good thing because what it was changed from the death penalty to two life sentences. Okay, which I'm like, okay, that's less Texas. Which does that affect us? I don't know, but I think if you if you're put to death, it costs more a for lot the people. More, yeah. However, he wanted to be put. He wanted to die, mm. and I'll tell you this in a second. But like, so. Yeah, so I would rather, would you rather people be put to death or rather them have to, as long as they can't be up for parole or up for, uh, yeah, I would, I would rather them have to sit in there and rot and have to like hate yeah, their life, yeah. hate their self and their life. Yeah. I mean, that's mean, but like you deserve I it. I think we can learn from all, like, especially these crazy killers. Like, I think yeah, we can learn you, from that. Yeah, that's true. I, I agree. Cause they could, well, like even, Kemper, like Edwin Kemper, he... We know how to find serial killers because of Kemper. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're... I, I think I might write him a letter. Let's do it. Okay. Let's write... Can we write it together? Yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, he ends up... the the At his sentencing, he begged the jury for the death penalty. He said... This, this is his words. Quote, the words, I'm sorry, will never come out for they will be a lie. I am more than willing to give up my life for what I have done, to have God judge me and send me to hell for eternity. Oh, my God. He was never convicted for tampering with food, which is a felony, which, because there was no proof of it, but in it was in his confession that he said he did it, which, you know, people, like, ate the evidence, so <laughs> there's, like, a chance it could be untrue, but... Joe then told police officers, this is another quote, the only thing I feel bad about in any of this is that I didn't get to murder the two motherfuckers I was really after, and that's my ex-lady and the bastard she hooked up with. And they're still free and living their life. Oh, my goodness. And he finished his confession by saying, this is my last quote. I love quotes. (laughs) 
Well, that's my story. Horrible but true. So the next time you're riding down the road and you happen to see an open pit beef stand that you've never seen before, make sure you think about this story before you take a bite of that sandwich. Sometimes you never know what you may be eating. Oh, my gosh. End quote. I mean, you know, he may just be bullshitting about this whole thing, but like. I, in August 2017, he was found unresponsive. In dead, his cell? Dead in his cell. He was 62 years old, and it's unclear about how he died. I'm just assuming he had a heart, heart attack, attack, probably from eating all those people. And he was 450 pounds. He was not the most healthiest person no. ever. And, I mean, all that special meat. <laughs> Listen, you uh, got to stay away from that special meat. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, that, are you going to eat a pulled pork sandwich? I might have to go get a pulled pork <laughs> sandwich tonight. That is my story about Fat Joe, I, the cannibal hamburger killer. Hamburger killer. <laughs> pulled pork sandwich maker. Yes. He was the very first food truck driver slash serial killer. Cannibal man. Oh, my goodness. Fat From Joe. Baltimore. Yes. From Baltimore. So he could have had, he was convicted of, of definitely two, but he could have had up to like 13. Ten, yeah. 10 to 13. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Isn't that crazy how they do so much, but their number, their actual conviction numbers yes, yes. are so low. Yes, it is. Oh my God, Caroline. And now I have a reason to go to Baltimore. I need to find this trailer. You gotta find the bridge. You gotta go under the bridge. The you bridge, gotta go to Tent City. The trailer. Tent this this pallet company. Oh. I'm gonna ask Sweepy if he's got some loads to take to listen. You know <laughs> my dad has a pallet company, so he probably <laughs> knows he's not he he had fat I'll Joe like, on the payroll. Dad, did you have fat Joe? Did you ever work in Baltimore? No. <laughs> I mean I know you're in Texas, but Oh my goodness. I know. So that was like so random and not, not, no. never heard of them. No, I hadn't either. And I just was like, I need a, like a interesting, it's the Pat, Pata, Pat Tapasco River. How do you say that? Patasco River? Patapsco oh. River? Patapsco River. That's where he threw the body. There's a, and there's the, a bridge that's near that river. So. Which is Tent City, Baltimore. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Never heard of them. So there, y'all go. Here is another serial killer you probably have not heard of. Yep, we got one more Do for we, the month. I know. Do we know which one we're doing? I know <laughs> what I'm doing. It's it's my turn next week, and I know, and I'm so excited about it. I love it. that we got a little short episode in here. Yeah, we've been we've been wearing out your ears these mm-hmm. last couple episodes, and I don't, and it's really well. No, you've had some long ones too. I don't know how to have a short one like this. I know. This was a good short one. I thought. yeah, yeah. I need to learn how to. I don't know. I don't know what it is. So. Here's the thing. We got one more story that's going to end our, our serial, serial killer, killer month. month. Yes, it's a good one. I have not heard of this guy, and I just randomly found a serial killer book that my friend bought me. And I was like, let me just run, like look through, and he came up. <laughs> so that's all I'm going to tell you. It's another guy. 
and he kills guys. Oh. But he does not eat them. Oh. Wait, no. does he eat them? Oh. Can't even remember. Mm. Y'all, so juicy. There's a quickie for you. Can You're we welcome. S- are we doing December stuff? <clears throat> so, December is December. Okay, December is going to be filled with a bunch of fun randomness. Yes. We are excited. We may have some guests. We may have some interviews. We may have some things are true crime related, but a little off. Maybe. I don't know. It's just going to be kind of fun. And it's the holiday, so we can do what we want. Yeah. Yes. We may even take off and just throw you some old episodes. Probably not. Uh, No. Don't know. I am having surgery, though. What? So I got to take at least a week off. Surgery? That's well, I'm gonna bring a microphone in your. Surgery. I've got knee. <laughs> I have knees of like a 65 year old. You have a damn knee surgery? Yes. Oh my! I cannot. I know. Are I you? Know. Oh, marathoning. By the way, our uh, mic. Our yes. mic. <laughs> our mic. Shout out to Rogue Media Entertainment, Mike, Allison, and Aaron. Y'all, we sound so well, not because we got great voices, <laughs> but because they edit the hell out of our stuff. So if you like how we sound and you want to hear some other good sounding podcasts, go to RogueMediaNetwork.com and check out all of their podcasts. They have so many, like so many under every single category, random categories. So go there, go to their website, tune into some of the other websites. I mean, so, some of the other podcasts. Also, if you want to help us out, we've been doing this for what, 25 up, 20 ish episodes? We just, yeah, 22. 22 episodes. If you want to help us to continue, this is how you help the show. You go on and you give us a five star rating. Or five-star review. Yeah, a rating and a review. Rating and a review. That really helps us move up the charts. And what else should they do? You should share it with people. Like, tell a friend, tell five friends, tell ten friends, email it out. Email blast it to all the people you work with. Yeah. Why would you not? Even people you don't even like. Send it to your old baby daddy. Send it to your high school Send it to your ex-husband. Send it to the person you catfished on on uh tinder or grinder yes 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 yes. (laughs) on what grinders like guys for guys oh it is yeah i didn't know that it's like guy on guy Uh uh-uh only so girls can't get on there no i don't think so unless you're like a turned into a guy i don't Mm. i mean these days you can probably do anything i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know but look i just learned something yeah, well, I know that because I lived with a gay guy. That's right. That's right. So if you got a son that has grinder on their phone, they <laughs> might be coming out of the closet real soon. Yeah, and tell them to listen to the podcast. <laughs> sure. What we're Go ahead and send them the link. <laughs> Everybody, anybody. Okay, this is it. Uh, we'll see y'all next week on Thursday. Don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Goodbye. Look at us. Look at us. Yay! <laughs>
This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Thank you.